Hey girls, have you ever been going through a trial or a struggle and thought, is the Lord really there? Like you pray and you say, Lord, do you see the struggles that I'm going through? Do you see the hurt and the pain and the concern and the worry that I have? Are you really there to help me and to walk me through this and to guide me? And ladies, I can tell you that I've had some of the very same thoughts and had some of the very same prayers and God has been there for me and he is faithful. So today in our Titus 2 moment, we're going to take a look at God's promises for you, how much he loves you, and that yes, he truly is faithful, even in our worst of times. So get ready to be encouraged and inspired. Welcome to a Titus 2 moment of the Faith Lived Out podcast. Do you need a little encouragement to get you through your day? Or are you wanting to change your focus away from your circumstances and bring your heart and mind back on the Lord, on His faithfulness and the promises of His Word? Hey girl, I'm Nancy Adamson, wife, mom, and Grammy to seven sweet babies, Bible study teacher, speaker, and women's ministry leader. Titus chapter 2 tells us that the older women likewise are to be teachers of good things, encouraging the younger women. In these Titus 2 moments, you will be encouraged by tidbits of truth and wisdom from God's Word to help you stand strong as you live out your faith every day. There will be reminders of His promises and His provision for you, that your Heavenly Father loves you and He is working in your life even when you can't see Him or feel Him, He is there. So if you're ready to be encouraged and inspired by the power of the mighty God we serve, grab your coffee, pull up a chair next to mine, and let's get started. When we're in the midst of trials and difficulties, when we think that we absolutely cannot take one more thing to go wrong or the hurt or the worry that we already have is too much to bear. We can often wonder, where is God? Why isn't he fixing this and working on this? And does he really see what's happening in my life? Does he really care? Ladies, I can answer you with an absolute yes. Yes, he sees what's happening, and yes, he cares. Recently, I discovered that there are estimated to be over 7,000 promises in the Word of God, promises specifically written for his children. Can you imagine that? 7,000 promises for us to believe in and count on and claim. It's amazing. And they're not like the promises of a friend that are easily broken, but these are promises from our mighty God who has the power to move mountains on your behalf. So let's take a look at some of them. The first one has to do with what God thinks of his children and how important you are to him. In Matthew 10 verses 29 through 31, it says, are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin? And not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, 
you are of more value than many sparrows. So each one of those little birds that you see in the sky, anytime one of them falls to the ground, it is not missed by your Heavenly Father. He knows it. Each time one of the hairs falls from your head, it is not missed by the Heavenly Father. He knows it. He loves you that much. Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, came and died a gruesome death on the cross for our sins. You know, I think about the fact that God sent his son to die on the cross for my sins. And I have a son. And I don't know that I could do that. That I could send my son to suffer um, for myself or for anybody. Like, I just don't know that I could do that. And it amazes me that God has that kind of love for me, that he's willing to do it. And that Jesus has the kind of love for me that he was willing to do that. And then in 1 Peter 5, 6, and 7, it says, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. When we can't carry it anymore, it's because we're supposed to be giving it to God and letting him carry it and going with his strength and not our own. So cast your cares upon him because he truly does care for you and wants to carry that burden. So then what about, does God see what's happening in my life? So in the story of Sarah and Hagar, and if you recall the story, you know, Sarah's promised to um, have a child, and it doesn't happen, and it doesn't happen. And so she takes matters into her own hands, and she gives her maidservant Hagar to her husband to have a child. Well, then she's not very happy with that decision that she's made. And she's taking it out on Hagar. And Hagar gets to the point where she runs away. And in Genesis 16, 7 through 11, and then verse 13, it tells us this. Now the angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness, by the spring on the way to Shur. And he said, Hagar, Sarah's maid, where have you come from and where are you going? She said. I am fleeing from the presence of my mistress, Sarah. The angel of the Lord said to her, Return to your mistress and submit yourself under her hand. Then the angel of the Lord said to her, I will multiply your descendants exceedingly, so that they shall not be counted for multitude. And the angel of the Lord said to her, Behold, you are with child, and you shall bear a son. You shall call his name Ishmael. Because the Lord has heard your affliction. Then she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees. For she said, Have I also here seen him who sees me? God saw Hagar. He saw the struggle that she was in. He saw the hurt that she was feeling. And he came to her right where she was to comfort her and to guide her. And if you notice, God tells her to go back. He tells her to go back to Sarah's house, not to leave, but to go back where she was. And she goes back knowing that God is with her and sees her and is there with her to help her. God does not always take away our trials and our difficulties. 
but he is always there to walk us through them because this is how he teaches us to trust in him and to depend on him. He does promise to always be with us. In Isaiah 41.10, it says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. That is a promise that we can pray when we feel like he's not there, when he's distant for some reason. We can pray this promise and gain that strength that he gives us. Also in Deuteronomy 31.6, it says, Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. When we feel distant from God, oftentimes it's not because God has walked away from us. It's because we have walked away from him. We have tried to take care of our problems by ourselves and in our own strength and in our own wisdom. And that's when God seems to feel distant from us. But if we will pray these promises and if we will seek the Lord and his will and his direction for those difficulties that we have, then we will feel closer to him because he is there. He is always there. And he does promise to give us wisdom and to guide us. In Psalms 32, 8, it says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go. I will counsel you with my eye on you. He is always watching you and directing your path. In 2 Timothy 3.16, it says, All scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. And we've talked about this. We've talked about being in God's word and that instruction and that reproof and that guidance that that gives us. And that's why it's so important. And, you know, like I talked about in the last episode, the next full episode that we have, I'm going to share with you tips on how you can be in the word on a regular basis. So it is up to us to tap into that um, that guidance and that wisdom in Proverbs 1.7, it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. And that is what we tend to do. We tend to try to take care of it ourselves. And I know I do that. It's not until I am completely, you know, in despair going, Lord, I don't know what to do next sometimes until I say, oh, wait, that's my problem is that I haven't gone to the Lord. I've been trying to take care of it by myself. And we need to go to God and not despise his wisdom and be fools. And then lastly, he is a shield and a blessing. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. And that's Proverbs 30 verse five. And he is that shield. He does protect us. And then in Psalms 84, nine through 12, it says, Oh God, Behold our shield and look upon the face of your anointed. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. For the Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man who trusts in you. 
and we can trust in him and believe in that and know that he is a shield and that he wants to bless us and to take care of us if we would just allow him to do so. Now, I know that I have totally loaded you up with scriptures today, and it's just because I wanted to load you up with the truth. I wanted you to be confident in your faith and to know what God's promises are for you so that if you are struggling, you know that he does care about you. He does know what is happening in your life and the struggles that you're facing and your fears and your concerns, your hurt and your discouragement, everything that you feel, he knows it. Everything that you're facing, he knows that it's there and he is absolutely there with you right now. Reach out to him and in prayer, and to seek his guidance and his comfort for your life. And this all feels really well and good right now, and you walk away going, yes, God is with me, and this is wonderful. And then the next thing hits, the next struggle, or the kids walk in and go, mom, guess what? And it's something new that hits you, and it just kind of, just that discouragement and everything just kind of floods you all over again. and. If that happens, then I want you to just stop right where you are and think about these scriptures that I've talked to you about today and to pray. Just stop wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Just stop and pray and say, Lord, I'm believing these promises that you have for me. I'm believing that you are with me. I'm believing that you know everything that is going on in my life. And that you are going to walk right beside me, sometimes maybe even carry me through it. And just claim that to him right now. I know for me, sometimes when I'm having a difficult time and I'm struggling and and I'm hurting or I feel disconnected, um, I'll either read scriptures and, you know, promises from the Lord, or I'll listen to Christian music. And that is another thing that always helps kind of bring me back. Um, Mercy Me Radio on Pandora is on often on my phone. And, um, and that is another thing that might be able to help you as well. I just want to pray for you. Um, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you so much for these ladies who are listening. I know that each and every one of them has their own struggles and concerns and difficulties and hurts that they have, Lord. But I also know that you intimately know every single one of them and that you want to hold them and lift them up and carry them through. And Lord, I pray that they feel that. I pray that they feel your arms around them and that they feel your presence, Lord, as I feel your presence. And Lord, that you would just guide them and direct them and lift them up and that they would be encouraged to be in your word, Lord. And I thank you so much for your promises. I thank you that we know that you are faithful to keep every single one of them. And we just ask this in your name, Lord. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. I pray that God has used this episode to bless and inspire you to live out your faith in him. If it has, please do me a huge favor by leaving a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know if you like the show and you will be helping others to find this podcast and be lifted up by the Word of God. 
Is there someone who came to mind while you were listening today and you said, ooh, she needs to hear this? Well, then send her the link so she can be encouraged too. Are you in the Dallas area and looking for a fresh new speaker to add excitement to your next luncheon, women's retreat, or other women's event? Then drop me a note at nancy at faithlivedout.com and let's chat about it. That's nancy, N-A-N-C-I, at faithlivedout.com. I would love to come and meet with you and the ladies in your group. You're also welcome to visit the website at faithlivedout.com for more information, blog posts, journaling ideas, and free printables. Or become a part of our little community of believers by joining the Faith Lived Out community group on Facebook, where you can join together with other faith-led wives and moms just like you. Links to these areas and the scripture references used in today's episode are in the show notes. Ladies, thank you again for listening today. And know that I am praying for God to be with you as you learn to trust in Him more and to live out your faith every day. God bless you and see you on the next episode.